3: hello dave we're uh we're here again We are in this and we are not alone in, in this ether known as the 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 void of of podcasting sound coming <laughs> coming to you was, <laughs> I'm real time heard that
0: I haven't heard that sort of nonsense since my philosophy class in college <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you know, sometimes nonsense is fun dave and then and then but also. Sometimes nonsense is business, and like you make business out of out of what most people would consider nonsense, and that's what we're doing here. I'm real tired guys like i'm I'm running on very little sleep uh as I've mentioned many times on this show before, I have two children um and one of them just doesn't like to sleep, so <laughs> i'm i'm to say i'm running on fumes would be uh would be gracious <laughs> but uh but we're here and we and we are not alone dave we're not no. um we have a returning guest actually with us today making his uh his second appearance on the show um he's he's designed some of uh some of our favorite uh toys for super seven actually uh last year a figure that ended up in both of our uh top tens uh, Mm -hmm. in in Papa Emeritus. Uh, Kyle. Kyle Wadiga. Welcome back to the show. Uh, And uh, we're super, super excited to chat with you again.
2: Hey, guys. Uh, Hello. I realize I'm waving and no one can see me, just you. (laughs) I guess I'm just waving to you. That's great. Uh, What's up, guys? Um, Also, I I did want to ask did Papa Emeritus II make it onto your top 10 for 22 because Papa one made it onto your top 10 for 21. And you know, I, it took me a second. I thought that I talked to you guys last year, but it's been more than a year.
3: Yeah, it has been more than a year. No, he was in my, he was in my, uh, my top 10 of, uh, of, uh, he was, he was he in mine. I had two, I had two super seven, uh, figures in my top 10. I had, Optimus Prime and I had uh, had Papa Emeritus. So, both
2: both are Wadega joints. I'll take. Yeah,
3: awesome. Uh,
0: Sorcerer Mickey made mine.
3: Yeah, that was that was your Super Seven entry. Yeah, no, my mine had Papa Emeritus and and had Optimus Prime. So
0: there
3: you go. uh, Two awesome figures. I mean, a a giant robot with a surfboard and a basketball and um and a, a, a recently dearly departed character lead singer from a band. So. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, I loved it, Papa, too, as well. But like, I think it was just like I was so floored by Papa one.
2: Hmm. Sure. Yeah. And, and there's a little bit, uh, maybe a little bit more perceived value in Papa one, because you get the two uh, investments versus yep. the one. Uh, but you get the the staff, which I learned recently. For no reason was is called a ferula. That's the Latin version. It's the popes have their sticks, and they're called ferulas. So there you nice. go. Every day is a school day.
3: He's a ruler with a ferula. <laughs> that's that's right. Uh, okay, I, I regret
2: I regret already telling the the facts.
3: So, I <laughs> yeah, <think that. laughs> I have a habit of making people regret things, Kyle. <laughs> no, so not, that's
2: <laughs> off to a great start. So, what's what's up, everybody?
1: What's up, Kyle?
3: So speaking of uh, of of you know, toys and and figures before we get into your, uh, you know, what you've been up to at super seven since the last time we spoke to you, uh, we are all collectors and, you know, we like to talk about the things that we recently picked up. So what are some of your most recent pickups?
2: Oh man, I have way too much. I have way too much stuff. Um, just today I got the second three pack of Marvel legends, uh, the Gambit Banshee Psylocke uh, one. So for my X Men 275. So now that team is is complete. Um, that's like literally today. And then the, something I got last week that's been really sitting well with me is the uh, Spider Punk from Into awesome. the Spider Verse. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I love yeah, yeah, nice. like this
2: thing. And I I had the first Spider Punk. Uh, and I don't know what happened to it. And then I was like, oh, maybe I should pick up another one of those. And it was like $200. And I was like, I don't need another one of those. I'm good. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't think there's anything else, but I, I think those those are the ones worth mentioning or are the ones I can talk about. Fair. Yeah, that,
3: that's, Fair. that's Spider-Punk. And and honestly, the, the entire... Um, I have the, that entire wave of the Cross the Spider-Verse figures. I, I have not opened... Cyborg Spider Woman yet, mm. but um, I love how those wonky, skewed uh, designs of those characters translate into the figures. They did a they did a nice job of uh, you know, yeah. of doing that.
2: Yeah, I have mm-hmm. twenty ninety nine here too because he seems like he's going to be a big part of the movie.
3: Yep, uh, and yeah. he's
2: he's cool, but this Spider Punk like outshines him like a lot. Can't see it here because this is a podcast and nobody can see this but you guys who do have camera also can't see this, but this whole half, this half is like where I work and I do all my super seven stuff. But then this half of the desk is like, it's technically my gaming computer, but it's just piled toys on top of each other. Cause I have a PlayStation five, so I don't really need to like use my PC that much anymore. And so it's really just figure storage on this side. And it's like, I don't know. I, I don't think I've cleaned it in months, so. Uh, shout out to my toy designers out there who just have piles of toys
3: for no reason. We I'm we pissed. know a thing or two about a pile of toys too. Boy, <laughs> do I?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah. Uh, no, that, the, those are some, those are some awesome, uh, awesome pickups. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, what'd I, you guys uh, get?
2: What do you guys got?
3: So most recently, um, I did pick up the, uh, the McFarlane, uh, Batmobile and the, um, the 89 style, the, the Batman from the flash. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I got the Keaton as well. Yeah,
3: nice. the, the Keaton Batman is, is great. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it shows that they can sell a figure for, you know, their normal price with a cloth cape. They need to like, start just doing that. Yeah. <laughs> like the figure moves so much better. And, and honestly, the material that they use for the Cape is nice. It's like a, it's almost like a Jersey material. Mm, um, okay. so if you, you hold it up to mm-hmm. the light and you can see those like holes in it, but it, it drapes nicely, um, figures great Batmobile. I think the Batmobile is awesome for a $60 Batmobile. Yeah. It's got that annoying gray canopy that, uh, you know, everyone has been pointing out, but, uh, honestly it's like, it, it's like the, the old school Kenner Batmobile on steroids. And that's yeah. exactly you know, what you want. And, you know, it's a little tiny for the, the, their Batman. I actually find that the, the one twelve Batman fits better in it. So I don't have the Mezco one, but I have the, the SH figure arts and I, he fits in it beautifully. Like, I think that, you know, actually works out really well. So those, those are like the two things that have just kind of been top of mind as of late for me. Okay. What about you? What about you?
0: Um, so I got, um, I actually got a delivery from from Orlando. Um, oh yeah, last week from uh, a friend of mine who was out there, and I happened to get um, four Reaction Tron figures. So I have uh, four, the four single card figures. Okay, from, good. They were they were at the parks, and I was like, "Can you please get me these?"
2: <laughs> yeah, no, nah. not the not the bike ones.
0: No, they didn't have any more of those.
2: Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: Yeah, I've been. Anyone that goes, I let them. I, I ask if you see these, please. Yeah.
2: If uh, if it makes you feel any better, I also don't have those. And I work there. So,
3: <laughs> yeah, they were up on Shop <laughs> Disney for like 30 a seconds. Hot second.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's but, that sounds about right. But yeah, uh, um, we, we but sort yeah, of those... expected that to happen, I think.
3: Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, those Tomy. Uh, right. Tomy was the original. Yeah, the original the, 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 ones, the the, the, the Jolly Rancher Tron, yeah, yeah, figures. So those are you know just seeing figures again in that form factor, and uh, you know, uh, it, it it's just it's it's incredible. Like I I hope that that line just,
0: characters that have not had figures, yeah,
3: yeah, and even like you know, you guys do such a good job over there of doing like the glow in the dark and like the light reactive figures. Like there's. I feel like the the world is your, is your oyster when it comes to expanding that line and paint variants and plastic variants and
0: and a whole second movie. <laughs> That's right.
2: I you know I hope so. If 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 somehow Tron becomes my segue into making Daft Punk figures, like I'll take it. I don't I don't care. Whatever, hey. whatever it takes. At
3: this point. Hey, they they cameo. They're canon.
2: I know. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, you ha- it's 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 a bummer. You have to do them in like their white outfits or whatever or, or black. They're white. They're wearing white. In
3: yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's the same helmets. Uh, their helmets It is. The same. It's the same
2: helmets. It's the same helmets. And then hopefully we can just be like, hey, look, we already have the heads tool. Just like let us make the leather jackets or the like mm-hmm. the Seinfeld puffy shirts they wear when they're uh, when they first become robots
1: mm-hmm. in Discovery.
2: Uh, I don't know. Daft Punk was sort of my ghost before Ghost, where I like know all of their lore and that stuff so uh, that's definitely a bucket list to get ahead of questions that are coming in like an hour
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean that's a concert bucket list for me I always wanted to see them live Um, and I don't know if I honestly the way that they're talking I don't know if they'll ever
2: no I I don't think they ever will yeah Um, my my one of my biggest regrets in life ever 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 was uh, 2007 I was junior in high school, 17. So like on the cusp of like adulthood and doing your own thing and all that stuff. And I had a friend who had two tickets to this festival in Vegas called Vegas or whatever. stupid. It was some random festival, but it was electronic and Daft Punk was playing there. And he was literally only going to go see Daft Punk. And I was like, Ah, well, I don't know. And my mom was like, I don't know if you should. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if I should either. She goes, but you can choose. She
1: like,
2: I don't blame her, but she kind of like mind tricked me. Like, oh, if you want to go. And I was like, ah, no. And I didn't go. And my friend had the best time of his life. I still like he bought me a shirt that I still wear. It has so many holes in it. It is beyond like repair. But uh, still one of my greatest regrets was not going to that because they never played live again after 2007.
3: Yep. Ugh. (laughs) I'm and sorry now, for you. I've never been, I never was never that close to having the ability to see them. It was always just kind of like a pipe dream. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that would be, it's, that that would be a tough one for me.
0: Yeah, I don't think <laughs> I ever really did have a like legit shot either, to be honest.
2: And now now I'm extra sad because I feel like I let both you guys down too for not going.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: like, yeah. We could have lived vicariously <laughs> through your, your enjoyment of, uh, of of Daft Punk, but yeah, I, here we all here we all are just being disappointed.
2: <laughs> I guess I guess just making action figures will have to suffice. So Daft Punk, hey. you can you can make it up to me by giving us the license <laughs> and letting us make your action figures.
3: Daft Punk, if you're listening. To, <laughs> first of all, th- thank you. Uh second of yeah. all, why? Like, <laughs> <laughs> second of all, let Kyle make figures of you, damn it. That's, yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right well making figures is a perfect segue into this next question which is remind Mm -hmm. our listeners because it's Mm -hmm. been a while um what what uh what do you cover over there at super seven
2: man it's a it's a wide breadth and you know i think i I told you about when i first started super seven like the first year i worked at super seven i did like 30 brands or something like that and as we've grown that the amount of brands that i've on has kind of gotten more and more siloed a little bit um so Uh, I am now an associate art director. I'm not just a product designer. I kind of oversee how the lines are looked at and how they evolve and kind of do some of the line planning for some of the brands as well as the like design part. Um, and specifically I'm in charge of, uh, Toho power Rangers, heavy metal. So like ghost we mentioned before. King Diamond, Cliff Burton, Motorhead, all those guys, and uh, Ninja Turtles, uh, as well as some of the one off horror things. So, if you're familiar with like our Nose for Rot 2 or a little bit of mutant, I did those. And uh, I'm trying, I realize I'm like looking around the room like a psychopath, like, what have I looked on? Because it's all like all around me. Oh, Conan, I do Conan as well. I can't believe I forgot that. We just had a whole launch this week. Uh, But Maybe maybe cut that part. Who knows?
3: <laughs> like, um, so that's okay. We're gonna talk about Conan. We, yeah, yeah, we, we yeah, got you. Don't a little, that's fine. We get, we get to that. Conan. We'll get that's fine.
2: Uh, so yeah, I do. I do a little bit of everything. Um, I, I those are the brands I mainly work on, but I'm in the conversations for Thundercats and GI Joe and basically everything Ultimates now. Um, you know, I'm I'm at least part of the conversation in the peripheral, saying, "Hey, what about this? Hey, what about that?" You know. Um. Yeah, so I own those, but I'm, I'm, I, got, I touch a little bit of everything when it comes to
3: Ultimates. You got your hand in the pot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Getting burned. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned the Turtles, mm-hmm. so we'll start there. Yeah. Um, Super 7 recently revealed a new wave. Tell us who's in it and a little bit about what inspired the design for those. Oh, man, years.
2: now it's a test. Hold on. I did those <laughs> so long ago. Hold on. Let me, let me. No, I, I know. I know this. I know this. Don't I? I know this. Hold on. Wave 10 is the red shirt. Casey Jones, classic rocker. Leo, Karai and Ninja April. Right. Did I get that right. Mm-hmm. Right. Ding, ding, ding. Cool. Perfect. Yep. Awesome. Nailed it. I remembered my own work. Um, <laughs> So those ones are those ones are unique in that like we're we're looking for some opportunities to like revisit older characters that were earlier in the line that, you know, perhaps need a refresher or um, just a different look. So like Casey Jones, like that Mirage look where he's got the red shirt and the blue pants and like the white Nikes and stuff is like. Kind of like in my brain is like the first comic Casey I ever saw. And so that just made a lot of sense. And, you know, Casey was in wave four. We're now on wave 10, double digits. It's my first. It's actually my first double digit wave of anything. So that's pretty cool. Um, But it's been six waves since Casey was available. So we felt that it was time to give him an update, give people another opportunity. So you get that new recolor and you get a little bit more. Added value with the like battle damage head where the mask is like cracked half off. Um, so that was fun. That is not from anything. We just made that up because we thought it looked cool. Um, and then let's see, April. Um, again, April was in wave three. A lot of people, one, don't have that figure or two, weren't stoked on that first figure. And so we wanted to try and give it another chance to like make something new with April. Um, but it also still feels familiar. So a lot of people I've seen have brought up how, oh, this seems like I can't like can someone tell me which vintage figure this is? Can't tell which one it is. It's not. We made it up. It just sort of looks like a vintage figure. Uh, which I feel like is kind of the like the best compliment I can get. Where it's like, oh man, that looks that looks just like an old playmates thing. It's like, but it's not. Uh made that all up. So that was a lot of fun. And she kind of gets her cool, like, uh, martial arts training outfit, which is sort of inspired from like a bunch of different uh touch points in the TMNT kind of lore where she she hangs out with these dudes who know how to fight. Like they're master ninjas. So of course they're gonna teach her how to fight so she can stop getting captured by shredder or foot soldiers or whatever. So she's had like a few iterations where she learns how to do stuff. And so each of her accessories is like inspired by one of the turtles who taught her how to do stuff. So Oh, that's cool. That's pretty fun. Awesome. Uh, and then Karai, uh, kind of a fan favorite character that's never really had a toy-ish before. Like, I think there's been some for, like, 2003 line, maybe even, like, Rise or something like that, but nothing that looks like this where she's, like, in her black outfit with the red lining Kind of really inspired from the like city at war kind of books from Mirage a little bit. There's like that comic book cover where she's like holding the bow and like got her like Mm -hmm. leg up or whatever. It's pretty much like designed exactly off of that. Um, Plus some like kind of vintage inspired ninja accessories and and that fun stuff. Um, And she's actually the one I'm the most proud of because when that, that character got pitched to me by another coworker who loves turtles I was like, ah, Karai, like what? who, who cares? Like why? Uh, but then I like read more about her and then like saw more of the designs. I was like, oh, she's just like, she's like this badass foot soldier. She's like cooler than Shredder and she doesn't need all this fancy armor. I'm like, all right, fine. K- Karai rules and turned out to be a lot of fun to work on. Um, and then lastly is classic rocker Leo, which is directly pulled from like a vintage toy um, where he had, this like crazy like bandana and like the guitar neck swords and all that. So we have all those like vintage hits, but then like, and those like notes that give you the nostalgia. But the thing that I'm most proud of about that guy, and I think that the the thing that makes this the coolest Leo as cool as any Leo can be uh, is the uh, guitar body where you can slot the swords into it. And now it's like a double neck guitar. Yep. Like Robert, mm-hmm. or Jimmy page played one of those. Yeah, that was, that was the thought. So, Uh, as as cool as any Leo has ever been, he gets a double neck guitar. So, and scene, Oh, that was, that was a lot. You did it.
3: You did it. We did. Yeah, you got there. Thank you. Take a drink of water. We got there. Take a deep breath. Thank you. Um, no, I mean, it's, it's really cool to see, you know, I I, I think when the, you know, at least the perception, you know, from, from the outside in, I think, you know, when people think of the super seven ultimates turtles, they kind of think is of it as this kind of one to one representation of like here's you know here's the five inch figure I had in the late '80s early '90s here's the seven inch modern articulated version of that figure and I yeah. I, th- I think there's you know it's we've said it multiple times on the show but like everybody's making something that's turtles related at this point mm-hmm. include including. Playmates, you know, are are still using yeah. those original, which which we didn't actually know until we had them on the show that like they're still using the original molds, like mm-hmm. those original, uh, you know, uh, plates like are yeah. still being used to make those figures, which is wild when you think about the amount of plastic that's gone through them over the years.
2: Well, that's a testament to how just just how expensive it is to tool anything. It is cheaper to use molds from 40 years ago mm-hmm. than make new mm-hmm. stuff, guys.
3: Yep. Nope. So. But I think it's interesting to see now, you know, as, as, you know, the line develops that you're starting to go into kind of these new original territories, uh, you know, and, and start to kind of flex, not just your ability as an artist, but also kind of that creativity of like, there's so much turtles out there. Yeah. Like what if this was this? And I, and I, I mean that, that leads us to the question of, you know, originally when this wave was announced we saw rat king mm-hmm. and you know you and i actually had a very lengthy conversation about this you know uh sidebar uh about how it was based off of you know the, the face was based off of the newer video game the uh, shredder's revenge, shredder's
0: revenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and yeah.
3: it's an awesome design like you know i know that the internet kind of um ran with with sexy rat king which like he deserves yeah. everyone deserves to be sexy. In in, in someone's in, eyes. In in
2: hindsight, that act I actually really love that name. And there was, <laughs> I think, I don't remember who sent it to me. Was it you or did I find it? But someone sent me the like Homer, stupid, sexy rat king, and I was like, ah, all right, that's pretty good. Um, so yeah, I mean that's internet's gonna internet, and that's okay. Like, and we I think we talked about it last time where it's like you're working on this stuff and you you put so much time and effort into it. Um, and you have like an idea of like what's worked in the past and what you think is going to work for these the, the thing you're working on right now. And sometimes you're wrong and that's OK. And, you know, our, I'm, I'm grateful to our fans for telling us how they felt about it and not just, you know, not just deciding to be done with the line altogether, but giving constructive criticism so that you know we have an opportunity to respond. And, and we did so. Uh, Brian Flynn, our, our great leader, in his infinite wisdom, uh, decided that we were going to pull that one back and rework it and put Karai back in, which I'm very happy about because, like I said, she's my favorite one out of that whole wave so far. So, um, you know, it's good. It's uh, it, it it stings at first, right? And I think, I think I was pretty emotional when I was talking to you guys about that stuff at the time. But in hindsight, it's definitely like... I don't know it's a good it's a good exercise in you know responding to fans, working with the co- constructive criticism and also learning to like separate yourself a little bit. you know and I think you guys mentioned it before it was just like once something goes out there, like it's not yours anymore. like the fans own it, right? Yeah and you know mm-hmm. if if the fans who now own this sexy rat king decide to just tear it a new one, that's their prerogative, right. So nothing, nothing to be done about that. Uh, Yeah.
3: Okay.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. And I think that, you know, that, that goes for fandoms in general, you know, regardless of what the fandom is, you know, the, the internet has given, you know, uh, for better or for worse has given everyone access to these communities and to these creators. And, you know, it's, it's a direct feed to say whether they love something or they hate something. Yeah. So it's just, it's just Uh is what it is.
0: (laughs) It it is. It is. It also kind of speaks to the the kind of wide variety that you can or the many directions you can go with Mm -hmm. the turtles in the sense that, okay, we can just plug something in. But at the same time, it's like, here are all of these other things aside from this, uh, this thing that, you know, that can be this, can be part of this line. Um, It doesn't just have to be one thing, which is kind of the amazing part of it. Like like we were saying before, every everybody's doing turtles, but like to kind of bring it to a new place is is interesting. Yeah. And exciting.
2: I, honestly, that for me as a designer, that's the most exciting part. Um, and uh, it, it's sort of like I realize that there's some people who are like pushing back hard. I'm like, oh, this isn't the vintage toy just redone like I was promised in the beginning, but like we've also been adding new accessories, adding new heads, adding new parts to these figures that like, while yes, they feel like they fit within the vintage realm, they're also completely new and they sort of take the figures into a different, like into a new direction. Like examples that come to mind are like, we've been doing this as early as, uh, as early as like wave three, with April, she had her like headset head that was never in the vintage toy. We had um, the is it wave wave five samurai Leo had the mask, which mm-hmm. never in the vintage toy, mm-hmm. but it turns it into a completely different figure. It feels even cooler, but it still feels like very vintage in the in the same lane. Uh, Ace Duck coming with the the machine gun and the like cigar head, which everybody loved. But that was never that's never part of that character. We just like we just like, oh, that looks cool. like let's maybe what if what if he did this and we had that and then everybody mm-hmm. liked it. But then there's kind of like a disconnect when it's like a whole figure I think, but I, I've mm-hmm. overall I think I've seen more positivity for like a brand new figure like ninja April than like something that was vintage expired like like Rat King where it was very much vintage, but there was like one tweak that they didn't necessarily like and that's okay. Uh, to that point though, the gorilla gorilla and wave seven completely new. Everything about that is brand new. And I want to, one of the better selling ones actually. Yeah. So who knows? Yep. And that's, that's all to say, even as much research as we do, or you can do, like sometimes you just can't predict what's gonna, what's gonna work. What's not going to work. This is all a big experiment. We're all figuring out as we all go along, but, uh, That said, I'm still grateful for those people who have supported the line from wave one because I've been with the line from wave one. So it's been it's been a crazy journey. Like I said, uh, my first way, my first wave of or line of figures that are double digits, which is is no small feat. Most most lines don't make it that far. So it's it's pretty rad.
1: That
2: is a huge accomplishment.
0: Huge 100 percent. Um, So speaking of of our sexy friend, Rat King, um, (laughs) what's what does the future hold for him? What what is that figure? If you can provide us with one, is there an update on what's going on with him?
2: Sure. Um, You know, I can't necessarily speak to like the design specifically, but um, we are taking a little bit more uh, of of a reference point from the vintage figure that people kind of expect um the I can't really exactly say what he's coming with, how how close it is to the vintage figure. Um, but I will say that it is gonna be in wave eleven now. Okay. So you know, we won't have to wait that long to see uh Rat King. And that's that's just the plan for now. You know, barring any acts of God or you know, licensor issues, scheduling issues, any of that stuff, just in, in our in our post pandemic world, anything can happen. With uh, with figures and, and things that are, are shipped overseas and logistics and all that. Um, but that's the plan for now is that he's going to join the, the rest of wave 11 uh, in the future. Not too distant future. So.
3: So from from stupid, sexy rat king to uh, sexy Conan. Hmm. I think that worked. I think that worked um we just uh <laughs> recently got our first glimpse at uh at wave five of the uh the Conan figure so so tell us what's going on with that wave
2: oh man i'm gonna I'm gonna try and keep it as simpler than what I did with my turtles one because that was a lot uh but that one is it's just a continuation of the Conan line. There's some familiar characters, but there's two brand new characters and they're pe- uh, people who have never had toys before. Which I'm very excited to to be able to like bring to people. So, um, first up, we'll we'll do the ones that you already know, which is Thulsa Doom, who now comes with this beautiful soft goods cape that is wired, because uh, he in the the whole wave is about is from the the kind of climactic battle scene, the Battle of the Mounds where Crom where he uh, Conan does his prayer to Crom right before he like goes and fights all those guys. Uh, one of my favorite favorite parts of the movie. Um, but Fulsa Doom during that part is like up on a hill on a horse with this like black and red cape with like white trim and like these like gold frills and stuff. It's like very majestic, and he's just out there shooting snakes at the uh, the princess who's chained to a rock. Um, it's I don't know. It's kind of weird.
3: But if uh, if you've never seen the movie and you're and you're hearing this and <laughs> thinking this kind of sounds like a fever dream. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. right. You're yeah, right. Yeah. You're. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. It is. It's probably one of the best swords and sorcery movies ever in the best mm-hmm. way. Hands down. Um, so the the Thulsa Doom uh, more or less is the same as the first Thulsa Doom, except for he'll come with new hands. He'll come with his bow and a snake to shoot out of it. And then he has the new uh, the new cape. And uh, don't 100 percent hold me to this. But the plan right now is to update him to be pinless. Oh wow! Okay, so because okay. that first original one had pins, but mm-hmm. uh, again, barring any any acts of God and other post pandemic weirdness that could happen, we'll see. That's the plan right now, though. Um, I actually I prepared this because I wanted this is like so we talked about this a long time ago. My first time I came on here, uh, Mythic Legions Balius, which is the brown horse, right? Mm-hmm, was on mm-hmm. my top 10 in 2021 because who knew that you needed like a good articulated horse here. Right. Uh, cut to, I know that like, and when I got that, I was like, Oh, I know that they're going to do a black one eventually because it's mythic yeah. Yep. And I was like, how sick would it be if you could have Tulsa doom on the black horse with the like Cape blowing in the wind and all that stuff. So cut to me getting prototype of the soft goods Cape today. Oh, that looks awesome. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, very excited about this. I have to send this back to the factory, but this was like, you know, I don't know. It's like a weird phenomenon to describe, but it's like when you work on something or you think of it in your head as like a toy designer and then you like get to have it here. It's like, like literal dreams come true. Because you're like, oh, I thought of this because I thought this would look cool. And then like, here it is. He sits on the horse and it, it works. Right. So
3: love a wired cape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very I was gonna say
0: I was just pulling it up so I could kind of look at it while you were describing yeah. it too. That's awesome. So that that's gonna be a lot of fun.
2: I'll put I'll put this here so you can see it the whole podcast. And I, I do this at my own detriment because I you've seen me talk with my hands a lot and I'm probably just gonna smack the smack him right off the horse. But we'll see how long that takes for me to do
3: that. <laughs> so so we've got Conan. We've got Thulsa oh Doom. yeah,
2: just yeah right. I didn't. Even, I just talked about Thulsa Doom. I haven't even gotten into the rest of the way. Uh, Conan, similar body, new armor, new likeness sculpt. You know, uh, I, I, I love that head sculpt. It's one of the best head sculpts we've ever done. Uh, let's as I described it when we were working on it, it's a head sculpt. You can hear.
3: Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm,
2: I'm not gonna like blow out your speakers by doing an Arnold impression because everybody has one and they're all correct. None of them are bad. Yeah. Yeah. Right? it's just guttural noises and it's like oh arnold i didn't know you were here um <laughs> <laughs> so that's fun excited to see that guy that head sculpt is incredible that's like if not, if i achieve nothing else i made the like best looking i helped direct the best looking uh, arnold head sculpt and now was sculpted by a guy named tom Tom Schoonard, who is on Instagram. He's awesome. Super, super talented. This whole wave was sculpted in-house, actually, other than Thulsa Doom because he's a a reissue. Um, And the whole team crushed it. So uh, shout out to them who who had an awesome time sculpting all of the new Conan stuff. Um, And speaking of new, two new characters. Jerry Lopez finally gets his figure. Subutai. Subutai
3: he's waited a long time that's right that's right i saw someone
2: commented like he should come with a jerry lopez surfboard and i was like ah oh, that would have been great but i might just give optimus his surfboard
3: to, yeah there you go to
2: subatai but yeah subatai is a brand new figure completely new body brand new armor pieces um new like leaner physique for the conan line and uh he has all kind all of his accessories is like little i think it's like It's probably like a normal size sword, but to like, compared to like, you know, the Atlantean sword, it looks like a butter knife. His little butter knife like goes into his sheath. He like, it'll come with a real elastic string so we can like shoot the arrows and stuff. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about that one just cause that guy's never had a toy. He's always deserved one. And then last but not least is Valeria who was like number one on my want list, uh, after I saw that movie for the first time and she's in this like bright silver armor for, I think it's like a total of like seven seconds. Um, super worth it. And you know, if anything, this like this will enable us to like, now we have these head sculpts. Now we have these body types. Like now, like now we can make like the, the raiding party three pack. Cause we have war paint Conan whereas like war paint, yep. and Valyrian stuff. But that only works if these ones sell. So everybody go to super 7com pre-order wave five right now you pre-order all four figures you get bonus battle gear we're calling these the super pack you get uh bloody versions of all of the weapons that come in this wave plus you get the fa- the, the conan's father's sword from mm-hmm. the scene you get the complete one before it breaks and then you get the broken one after and so that when when he gets like when when you have your your Battle of the Mounds recreation you can have him do the like sword,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but you can put the arms up with both of the swords right where he praises Crom or thanks him for gra- granting him revenge right is that is that what he was doing he doesn't actually say anything
3: he just yeah he just brandishes yeah he just brandishes yeah. oh, good, Man, good
2: I- use of the word brandish
3: that was. My brain's not not that fried. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could still I could still get a couple good words out every now and then. I can I can word now. Um, no, it's an awesome looking wave. Uh, like I said, actually, the last time you were on that war paint, Conan. You know that that face uh, that you could hear mm-hmm. is like mm-hmm. if that face if you could hear that one. This is like could fill an arena. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so
2: okay, so that that touches on like that's one of my favorite things working with this new sculpt team that we have internally is we will I will take like I'll take those like that head sculpt. I I found that head sculpt and I sent it to the sculptors and I was like, "This is good, right? Just like put the helmet on this." And he was like, "All right, cool, sure, whatever." And then like he did that, but then he was like, "Also, I um uh, I did this on my own time and I like updated the likeness. What do you think?" And it was like can, can I curse on this? I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck this thing. This is incredible. <laughs> this is like, this is Arnold. Like it, he's done that a couple times with with stuff that I've done. It's like, oh, I'm really proud of this head sculpt. And he's like, ah, about to ruin your day. Let me show you how much better it could be. And I was like, I thought that was a good one. Dang it.
3: Uh, so he's the Pe- he's the Pedro Pascal meme. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. What if it were better? Yeah,
2: exactly. Life <laughs> is good, but it can be better. That's. That is 100 percent That so it's very fun. Um, yeah, I'm really I'm really proud of that head sculpt. And now I kind of wish we could just like go back and do that Screaming Arnold head just for everything. Not even like old Conan figures, but like Optimus Prime, you get Screamy Arnold.
0: <laughs> Papa
2: Emeritus, you get Screamy Arnold. Like
0: Where can we fit Screaming <laughs> yeah. Arnold in? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Everywhere That's that's the, the that's the super pack incentive bonus for everything now as you get another version of that. Screamy Arnold head.
3: From the pinnacle
2: to the <laughs> Yep, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh man.
3: So, anyways, <laughs> I'm
2: very stoked on Code Codenwave 5, and I think you should be too.
3: Yes. Yes. And and you know, like Kyle mentioned, you know, the the something that Super Seven has been doing lately, which is awesome, is that, you know, if you pre order directly through them, there's that nice little bonus that's exclusive. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, definitely check that out. at super seven.com. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So from, uh, from we're going to, we're going to see how this one works now. That's We're gonna
2: yeah, go. going to, you've been doing some Segway gymnastics and it's, it's impressive. I was
0: going to throw the pre-order due date in there too. Oh yeah. Oh. oh
2: yeah. Go for it. Cause I don't know that. Yeah.
0: Through Friday, June 2nd at 6 PM. That's right. There That's you
2: what, Yeah, you heard it here first or I don't know. We, we said it first. Why did I say first? You heard it here 15th. I don't
0: know. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here eventually. Yeah, that's right.
3: <laughs> as 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 our buddy, Toysha's likes to say, it's one of the best toy
0: podcasts. <laughs> yeah.
3: Out there. We're one of them. Just one of one of many. Um, so so from so from giant swords mm. to giant monsters. There we go. Well done. Uh, that's
2: a professional, everybody.
3: We, there it is we uh we mentioned that uh you know or, or I should say you mentioned mm-hmm. we didn't mention anything you mentioned that uh that toho is one of your uh, wheelhouses there over at uh over at super seven and you know what you guys have shown off so far you know we got to I got to see a bunch of it at new York comic-con uh mm-hmm. you know, when you had it on display uh they're looking awesome uh I, and and you know as again as you and I have discussed at great length how much I love all things Godzilla yeah um it's been a little while though since we've had an update yeah. so uh you know where are we at with with waves one and two um and you know can we expect to to see you know kind of anything teased or announced in the near future
2: yeah I I think we definitely can um I need to check the uh super seven pre-order status page so I'm not giving out false information um But yeah, if you go to super7.com slash pre-order status page, it'll tell you exactly where everything that you've pre-ordered is right now. Uh, So for Toho, uh, I have seen uh, pre-production samples, which means that they're in production now, the factory, because that was a little while ago. So the plan is to have them uh, leave the factory at the end of May and then ship to customers around mid to late July. So you'll start to see those hit around Comic-Con time, I think. Um, at the at the very,
1: mm,
2: yeah, that's probably at the at the earliest, uh, if not a little bit later. Again, post pandemic, I feel like everybody kind of has their expectations in line of like just yep. delays.
3: Big just old like, asterisk on yeah, those dates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: um, then uh wave two, similar. Um, I have not seen pre-production samples. I I have seen a test shot here. Um, of. Of Godzilla but not Mechagodzilla yet um, so that that's a little bit behind schedule but that's you know, that, that pre-order came later so the plan there is for that to ship out to everybody mid-September or so so I think you can expect to start seeing that wider release in October or so um, then the Shogun Godzilla which we debuted at Comic-Con last year uh, I just uh, sorry I keep looking away from my mic uh, I just saw deco samples of the Shogun Godzilla and it works, which is is pretty great uh actually uh well this is this is the test shot, but oh awesome here's the
3: oh it's so big
2: look at the, the love it functioning tongue, and then uh this I'm gonna try not to shoot my eye out get the rocket fire and out. he caught and, it yeah so yeah um <laughs> We recently got some like communication from the factory where they were like, we tried three springs. One of them shoots three feet. One of them shoots, you know, four feet. One of them shoots seven feet. And we were like, seven feet. I want to be able to like (laughs) torture cats with this thing. So uh, that's the plan. It works really well. Very excited. This like mechanism thing is great. It's all the nostalgic feels. Oh, yeah.
3: So that's amazing. very,
2: Very excited about this one.
3: Yeah, my my reaction, Shogun Godzilla is never far. Oh yeah, here. Never, well, he's never far. He's never far from my. Uh, for
2: I realize we're on a, okay. a screen, so this will give you a better sense of your your scale, right? Oh, that's awesome. So you're close. Well, he's like twice. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's fun. That's coming, and that'll be out, That'll be shipping out in August or so to people. So you know, expect Y release September, and then. Uh, Toho Wave 3, a little bit farther down the track, probably early December, realistically like January, for, okay. for shipping on those. Just that destroy is so big. I don't I don't know how we're gonna do that, but we are. So um,
3: Yeah, I I'm I'm really excited to see those uh start to come. And you know, I know the way that, that you guys kind of work, the, the pre-orders just kinda end up keep coming. So mm-hmm. I was curious, you know. Yeah. Wave four is, mm. plan, is what, what's what's going they, on. They do
2: keep coming, but typically the plan is we try not to have more than three waves kind of outstanding on anything. Okay, and so once uh, wave one kind of ships out around Comic Con time, you can probably expect to see wave four get to be revealed or close to revealed or a pre-order date revealed around okay. the same time. Uh, cool. I, I, I maybe I'm being too tongue in cheek here, but we'll probably show wave for our comic
3: so safe bet, yeah. I mean, you got to bring something from, from yeah. something new from Toho. That's that's true, to We've, We've, gotta do it. yeah.
2: It's that's the expectation because I think a lot of people, um, at least at last year's comic con, were convinced by seeing them in person, like we had. Godzilla and Biollante and Burning Godzilla and Mechagodzilla. And they're like, oh, they're huge. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Got it. This this blows my my SH Monster Arts out of the
3: water. Um, Yeah, they're real big. Yeah. And that's
2: and that's not to, you know, I don't I typically try not to tear someone down to raise myself up. But like because I this whole shelf here, you can't really see it. All SH Monster Arts. I love them. But it's just like night and day. It's like. SH Monster Arts. Bio Goji is like six ish. It's like five and a half, six inches tall. And ours is eight inches tall.
3: Yeah, it's huge.
2: So. Yeah. Well,
3: that's and I mean, that's the thing. That's the different. That's the, mm-hmm. you know, the the ultimate scale versus yeah. the. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, it's uh,
0: just yeah the scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: A one twelve scale.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Oh, so excited. There's
0: room for everyone, that's right? Exactly. Yeah, everyone
3: get in. Everyone get in the pool.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: And now, a word from our sponsors.
3: This segment is brought to you by our friends at Chubsy Wubsy Toys. A traditional mom and pop toy store in Little Falls, New Jersey, Chubsy Wubsy Toys brings you the best new toys from the brands you love without the hassle of pounding the pavement searching for them at larger retail stores. Visit them in person at their brand-new home at 101 Newark Pompton Turnpike Suite 1 in Little Falls, New Jersey for their grand opening on Saturday, May 13th, or online at chubzywubzy.com. That's C-H-U-B-Z-Z-Y-W-U-B-Z-Z-Y.com. And tell them Adventures in Collecting sent you.
2: Rewind and press play on your VHS collection with CGC. CGC is excited to announce our newest collectible vertical, CGC Home Video. As a division dedicated to authenticating and grading your VHS collection, our experts are ready to help you encapsulate your favorite video cassettes. Don't settle for static on the screen. Submit today at cgcgrading.com. That's cgcgrading.com.
0: Face it, shaker bottles suck. Your shakes always come out clumpy and they're a pain to clean.
3: You're right Dave, that's why I decided to ditch my shaker bottle for good and get myself a BlendJet 2 portable blender.
0: It makes perfectly blended shakes in just 20 seconds. BlendJet 2 is portable, so you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease.
3: BlendJet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. It lasts for over 15 blends and
0: recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, BlendJet 2 cleans itself. Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go.
3: With an array of colors, patterns, or even Disney-inspired designs to choose from, show off your personality while you're blending up something delicious on the go.
0: What are you waiting for? Go to BlendJet.com and grab yours today.
3: And be sure to use the promo code AICPOD12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the BlendJet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with the BlendJet 2 Portable Blender. Go to BlendJet.com and use the code AICPOD12 to get 12% off your order and free 2-day shipping. Shop today
0: to get the best deal ever. And now back to the show. So, from kaiju to tokusatsu based blast. it's the 30th anniversary of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and Super 7 is on wave four. Uh, tell us about what is going on in Angel Grove these days.
2: Man, it's a, it's a lot because, you know, um, we're not the only ones who are making Power Rangers stuff. Like, I. We mentioned. Stuff we just got in. I just got my my thirtieth anniversary Lightning Collection. Ah, re- oh, the remasters. Reduced. These are, are super oh, very great. Very cool. Um, but yeah, Wave Four just solicited and uh, did pretty did okay. You know, it's a slightly reduced wave just because we wanted it to be focused on characters people really want. So like White Ranger and Tiger Zord and uh, Madame Woe, who has never had a toy before. Um, that was a fun experience because I got to reveal that at Power Morphicon last year. Um, and that was like a big, like, I've never done a panel before that. Uh, so I got to like, and to get a reveal, a new character who's never had a toy before. It was like something very special. Um, and she, she's going to be crazy cause she's mostly soft goods. So, um, mm-hmm. it's going to be, going to be wild. And also, uh, I wanted to not only because she never had a toy, but I, as a kid, she scared the, the just the hell out of me. Cause like she transports the Rangers to like a nightmare realm where they like can't get out. It's Uh like horrible. Um, So like, yeah, that, that needs a toy. (laughs) Let's do, let's do that. See how many like therapy bills we get in the mail.
3: I actually remember like, that character gave me nightmares, yeah. and I was like embarrassed to admit it to my friends, like who watched Power Rangers. But I was like, "Yeah, no, this is <laughs> this character is far too terrifying for yeah. after-school television."
2: Which is crazy, right? Because it's like kind of like compared to some of the wild monster designs, like it's pretty tame looking, right?
3: Yeah, it's it's an mm-hmm. existential fear.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um so yeah we're 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 rolling on that um there's a wave five of reaction that's i think almost done i'm not sure when that's supposed to be released but i you know i've seen touch shots of that that I'm, I'm not on reaction anymore so it's harder for me to you know stay up to date on what's coming in reaction but uh i that was the last wave i did so i know that one's coming at least uh, at least that's a plan um and then yeah, we're, we're kind of trying to figure out what does what the future of uh, Rangers look like for us. Um, I think in the near, near future, you might start to see some convention exclusives as, okay. I, as I'm looking directly at one down here um, with my eyes. So um, I think you can expect to see that in a, a big convention that's coming up soon. Um, but after that, you know, kind of sky's the limit. Like I have plans for Wave 5 and beyond Um, but we kind of just need to check and see how, how sales do. Right. I think, I think it's, it's not, it's not that it's struggling. I think that there's just like, like you said, there's a lot of, um, not, not noise. It's just, everybody's doing some kind of version of the Rangers. Right. So, so that those dollars are divided and that just, you have to make as a collector, you have to make choices. Right. Um, I'm just one of those unwise collectors who doesn't make choices and just buys everything. Um, but I, I keep looking in the mirror and be like, "Why can't I buy a house?" and not not thinking, uh, not not doing enough introspection. So,
1: hey,
3: you know, it's it's one of those things where uh, you know, it's just it, it's not so much that there's noise and you have to make choices. It's that everyone is doing the kind of like. How did I put this to somebody the other day? Like, when you had one of your your action figures as a kid, you know, just whatever, whether it was, you know, a bat, Batman or a Bandai Power Ranger figure, like, you know, simple, articulated, you know, wrestling figure, LJN, right? In mm-hmm. your head, when you were playing with these things as a kid, like, our imaginations took over, and, like, we, ima- like, you know, an arm may have only been going, like, up and down, but, like, in our heads, like, that character was doing backflips and like, you know, like was, was able to bend in ways that was not possible. Like it just, Mm -hmm. our brains kind of filled in the gaps. Mm -hmm. And now here we are sitting as adults and like these figures can actually do these things now. Like they can actually bend and articulate and do all of these crazy, get into all these crazy positions that like the action figures in our imaginations could only do. So I think we're in a, like our Age group, our generation, whatever, whatever term you want to use. We're in this very, very intense uh, situation where everybody is just kind of like swinging for the fences. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. it's it's tough to say no. It's just it's and, very tough to say no.
0: And uh, yeah, you don't just have like we did where it was like you had there's one. Yeah. Yeah. There's one Andre the Giant. You know, there's one Power Ranger. Mm-hmm. There's one. Only
3: one person is making Ninja Turtles. figures. Yes. Yeah.
0: There's yeah. There is one, you know, yeah. Michelangelo. Mm-hmm. And this is how you yeah. get it. Now there's like you have the choice, or yeah. you can, you know, get what you want from all. Yeah. of Yeah, I mean, there's no wrong. I answer.
2: showed those those remaster lightning collection figures. I have all the other ones. Mm-hmm. I have I have the glitter yellow. I have the normal yellow, and I have the two pack yellow from Scorpina. Did I buy this yellow too? Of course I did, because I can't. I can't say no to a good
3: Power Ranger figure. So And she can go like this. That's that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know, yep. You know, um, so you know, uh something else that, you know, unfortunately, mm. you know, the, the the community lost uh lost the Green Ranger. Uh this year we lost Jason David Frank, you know, very tragically. Um he has had such an impact on uh the collecting community, the fandom um, his his presence at cons, uh, just you name it. The the guy's legacy is um, is is incredible. Uh, what has it been like, you know, as as a designer to have the opportunity to um, continue carrying on that legacy through you know through figures of featuring his likeness?
2: I mean, there there is no like comparison like what he did for like Power Rangers and just. Honestly, just kind of like fan conventions and engaging with fans and like how celebrities view that like is, it's, I don't know, there, there'll be nobody else, nothing else like, nobody else like him ever uh, again, I think. It was, the, it was the, first of all, it was the first celebrity death I've ever cried over. So that was wild because uh, I remember because I was getting ready to go to Designer Con that day and I like checked my phone and I was like, what? And I, I was late that day. I just I didn't I didn't show up on time, and they're like, "Well, where were you?" And it's like, "Green Ranger died, man." So, uh, and and people who I wasn't working Super Seven booth that day, but like people who know me at work as the Ranger guy, like, "Oh, that, yeah, that makes sense." Um, they even, like even said sorry for your loss. I was like, I didn't know the guy, but you know, it was it was a big deal, still is. Um, when we were working on Wave Four it was actually slated to come out a little bit earlier than this past month. And, um, we had, we were actually working on the white Ranger likeness for wave four, like around the time that that happened. And, um, I don't know. It was like, it was kind of hard because you're like, you're looking at all of this reference of him, just picture after picture. It's like, Oh, does his nose look like that or that kind of stuff? And it's like, man, like, I don't know, like it was it, it felt like a hole, but it like it also felt like, you know, he was so important to this brand and to these fans like that, like he is Power Rangers, like it's hard to say otherwise. And so doing him like justice and trying to make the best likeness for him and the best figural representation, I don't know, it, it, it's weird and probably a little bit selfish to say, but it helped me kind of like come to terms with it. Um, and, I, and, I say that, and I say that it's selfish just because I didn't know the guy I was just a fan but like White Ranger was my favorite as a kid um, I'll tell an embarrassing story in that I did not know that the Green Ranger was a thing until I was like 14 because by the time I got into Power Rangers it was like 1994, 1995 Green Ranger stuff was long sold out and he was never on the show again so I was all about the White Ranger, specifically the Falcon Zord Yeah, like that's how late I'm I got into Power Rangers because it was just like slightly like I was alive, but I like didn't have comprehension. And so like White Ranger, Falcon Zord, like that was my guy. And so it was like the one I've been like waiting to do, super excited and then like, oh, he died. Yeah. You know, so if anything, like I, I hope we did. I hope we did justice to him. Uh, and i know that the the sculptor same guy who did the the arnold head uh is a huge fan his name is tom he went by tommy as a kid like so tommy was like his guy as well and i know that he really wanted to do him justice and i think i think he nailed it so um again i think it was it was it's been cool to be able to like try and honor him in in the way that i that we know how using the skill sets that we have um and i'm not sure I'm not sure that registers with people. Um, And like I said, I do feel weird about it a little bit, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I don't really have any other ways to contribute to his legacy other than action figures. And I was grateful for the opportunity to do so.
3: Yeah, and I, I mean, I think, too, it's important to recognize, you know, you're in a unique position where, you know, you are a fan of, of the character of the actor, of you know, of, of the, the person. Um, and you have this opportunity to kind of translate, you know, the passion that you have for, for that character, you know, into something that is feasibly going into the hands of, you know, thousands of people. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I, th- I think that's, I think that's really cool. And, and I'm right there with you. I, you know, I, I was starting to kind of age out of power Rangers, you know, as kind of mm. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was ending but like the height of it for me was was that movie with Ivan Ooze and you know the and the White Ranger like when i close my eyes and think of the power rangers i think of that the movie costumes those like yeah those like bulky leather versions of them the leather, yeah, yeah the
2: motorcycle outfits yeah, yeah
3: yeah yeah but but that falcon zord was great yeah. as a kid like i i loved the thing i loved about that that um that zord for a moment just as a tangent yeah. I loved that when you folded the wings, so that like the rockets were facing forward, that you could also tilt the head down, so it was looking like down the barrel yeah. at its own. Yeah, yeah, ah, so cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a big that was that was my first Lightning Collection uh, mm-hmm. figure. I I don't have many, but when they when they put out the White Ranger the the first time, I was like, yeah, I need, I need this. So, this is something. <laughs> this yeah. is something I need. He was my
2: second one. The first one I got was Zed, which was a, okay. a gift from a coworker. Um, and I was like, oh, this is, this is pretty great. Like, do I like, do I need Power Rangers again? And then I saw like what, and I was like, all right, I need Power Rangers again. So it was, yeah, it was really cool. Um, the, it's funny that you mentioned the movie cause that was also like peak Power Rangers for me, but not the actual movie. So did, I don't remember if I talked about this, but do you guys remember this, movie with Macaulay Culkin a long long time ago in the 90s called The Pagemaster. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So
3: Awesome movie. Great
2: movie. Where where is my Pagemaster reaction at? Um, anyways, but
3: you know, I, there's this company <laughs> that
2: <laughs> Have you thought of? Yeah. Uh, so I got that VHS as a kid, like the the like air-cushioned white plasticky, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. on that VHS when back in the day when you said VHSs, there used to be trailers before the actual movie you watched one of yep. the trailers on the page master vhs was mighty Morphin power rangers the movie and i mentioned it in the last time i was here but i was never allowed to watch power rangers as a kid because my parents thought it was too violent so it became like Forbidden fruit. I got to go to my cousin's house. I got to go to my friend's house. I can just get it at all. Anyway, they'd still buy me toys. I'd still, they'd still like, let me dress up as a Power Ranger for Halloween, but I couldn't watch it, which feels ass backwards in hindsight, but I'm not going to critique my own parents here, even though I just did. But, uh,
3: twice in one episode. (laughs)
2: That's right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry, mom. Uh, but the, (laughs) And the thing with that is, like, because the o- the only thing I had was this Pagemaster, I watched the trailer for the movie 8 billion times, like, give or take. It was, like, to the point where, like, that part of the, like, the VHS is, like, worn down. Like, it, yeah. it like, started to get the lines and stuff. You know uh-huh. what I'm talking about Because it was, like, so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that trailer where they're, like, they're, like, snowboarding out of an airplane for no reason
3: mm-hmm. it is to van halen 90s, yeah oh uh, it is the most 90s trailer.
2: oh man so
3: P- if pure 90s if
2: we ever make civilian rangers which i would love to do uh you better believe that tommy's gonna come with a snowboard to <laughs> fall out of a plane <laughs> with
3: the so. white the white uh white tank top no like
2: he he wears it's it's like a button-up shirt that doesn't have sleeves
3: Oh, that's right. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's almost it like is, a crop it's top. List. It's weird. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh,
3: man. So this 90s. Is for relax. This is for relaxing and lacrosse. <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. that's right. <laughs> oh, man.
2: Anyways. So, R- RIP, so, JDF.
0: Mm-hmm. Moving on to uh, our love of music and that heavy metal uh Category mm. one of the thing that we all have in common, or uh, one of the things that we all have in common, is our uh, love for ghosts. So it's getting around that time. There's an EP coming out. Is. How are we feeling about Papa Four's outlook? Uh,
2: as in like, okay, as in like, is he gonna, is he gonna bite it? hundred percent, he is. Uh, I mean, it's it's the it's the role, right? These guys are yeah. introduced mm-hmm. into the band only so that they will die eventually. So I'm actually pretty stoked because I think I'm gonna be there for it too. So Yeah.
0: That end of the tour in California. Yes, I
2: will be at the last tour date where they where monomarth isn't playing and they don't let you have your cell phone in there. So something's mm-hmm. happening. They're either filming something, like a like a like a live set, which would be awesome to be a part of, or it's
3: gonna bite the dust. Yeah. So which which means that well. they're also filming. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they are because they don't They typically they don't film that it's usually like fan footage that gets out of, of a papa's death
3: oh that's true yeah.
2: actually
0: now that I'm thinking about they've it they've
2: never done like a live I, DVD or anything
0: I, I'm of the so here, my theory is he's gonna kind of Scooby Doo his way out of it, hmm. it, it
2: explain what is...
0: so like you know, it's almost kind of one of those like, or, you know, like n- naked gun his way out of ah. it. Like they're going to drop a safe and it's going to fall right behind <laughs> oh. him and he's going to be like, what? oh, like,
2: okay. All right.
0: And somehow manage to get one more album out of this character. Could you imagine? I mean, out of pop yeah. before. Could Could you imagine just, just for a moment? Cause I did not think about that. Imagine he
3: escapes yeah. and there's a, and he does a solo album. As, as as Papa Emeritus four, But like, like they do like a whole like spinoff. Yeah. Where it's like him doing like a solo album while he's basically being Cause- hunted.
0: Because <laughs> he's already only been the been the only character that's had two albums.
2: Correct. That is correct. Uh, yeah, that is correct. Yeah. yeah. I was I I felt like nil technically, but it's he's not the leader. He only plays sax on prequel. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's actually not, that's actually not like a bad idea. Like I kind of like, I don't know. didn't, I feel like there was some, some dude from the sixties, like a Jim Morrison or like a John Lennon who was like, went out into the wilderness and like recorded something and like started like drop. I, I, I can't remember who that is. Maybe I'm making it up for like my own headcanon, but that is a great, that's a great idea actually.
3: That would be, that would be hilarious. Plus like I, I absolutely There, they've really hit their stride with like with what they're doing on YouTube and the the, like the chapters and everything. And
0: he's just such a like he's such a good three. Yeah, three. I thought was going to be hard to beat, But like this whole since. Yeah. The end of three, like this has been peak storytelling for them.
2: Yeah, I still think that aesthetically three is the best one. Personally, I agree. I I, I like four. Um, there are parts of four that I like, but I think that uh, his like main blue outfit is like a little overwrought in my opinion. But I think that's part of the character is like yeah. get the get the plastic surgery yeah. to make myself hot. Let's put as much gold and jewels on my thing as we possibly can, right? Whereas the other guys were a little bit yeah. Simpler.
3: He's the eighties yeah. metal guy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think two had the best like hope gear and three has the best like dressed down oh that like that like major d outfit that he wears yeah yeah Yeah. that's that's see
0: i think i think three is is hands down i think the best visually Mm. aesthetically aesthetically yeah Mm -hmm. although for when he when he was still the uh The cardinal and he came out in the white suit for that one tour like that rule. too. so
2: he was the first one to have like multiple costume changes, which as a Mm -hmm. toy designer is like, all right, look at all these. Look at all these recolors I can do now.
3: (laughs) Um, Yep. But yeah, very toyetic. Yeah, very. Mm -hmm. Say what you will you know whether you're a fan of the music or not and if you're not a fan of the music I'm I feel very badly for you but uh if you know say what you and will I think they're we, very toyetic yeah. very toyetic and i
0: think we said this last time too mm. the only the the way you'll fall in love with them is the way eric mm. did which is if you don't like the music once you see them live you're going to be like i understand yeah. this 100% is.
2: that is like that is the conversion moment for
3: so many mm-hmm. people it 100% was for me. I mean, I remember hearing a couple of the songs and going like.
0: Eric was like, we're going to we have to go on time because like I w- I just want to see Iron Maiden. I'm like, we are absolutely going on time because I love <laughs> this band and you will, too, after this.
3: And I m- man, I dragged my feet. I was like, I don't want to see them. This is going to be boring. I like I had the only songs that I had heard were like
0: as soon as the square hammer hit to open. He was like, all right, well, we're good. Yeah, I think.
3: I think that was like the only song that I had heard yeah. actually was square hammer. And I was like, it's catchy. Like I, I'm, you know, I'm a musician. So like, I, you know, like I was like, I, it, it's fine. Like, this is fine. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't, I'm here to see iron maiden. Yeah. And when, like when their set was done, my reaction was like, literally, is that it? Like, they're not going to play long, <laughs> <laughs> like, longer. Like I get, I
0: get like another hour of this. Yeah. Maybe. Great.
2: Good. Uh, are you guys going on this tour now? This one that's coming up, you think?
0: So they're not com- the closest. They're coming to us is Camden, yeah, which is about an hour and a half to two hours south.
3: Yeah, it's it's a, and it's it's a tough venue to get to. Is and it's that a lot for
2: you guys? I feel like I drive that all the time being in California. <laughs>
3: it, it's two and a half hours without traffic, okay, for me. Um, and it's not in the best of areas. I mean, do you, do you so, like ghosts or not? That's that's <laughs> yeah. But like, we, you know, we did see them. Um, unfortunately, well, unfortunately, I was traveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was on vacation the last time they came to like the venue that we always go to sure. for them. Yeah. Um, but uh, I've now got so my my wife is I've I've, I've roped my wife in and my seven year old that I mentioned before. She loves them, too. I, unfortunately, oh, really? unfortunately, nice. I couldn't show her the, the latest music video. But um, yeah, <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah,
2: no, she's was, she's heard the she song. There's just the one part. Then that, that I was like, nah, the whole thing.
3: Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> well, so I, it's a good thing. Bridgeport,
0: I guess Bridgeport's close to Connecticut. It, That's its same amount in the opposite direction.
3: It's a good thing mm-hmm. that Dave said, "Don't watch this with Maddie," because I totally would have mm-hmm. just been like, "Oh, there's a new Ghost music video." Bloop, and would have put it on. I would have gone, "Oh." <laughs> Oh, uh, I made a huge mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. I have some things that I need to figure out how to explain. Um, Yeah, but I I think I think you're right. I think you're going to see something, Kyle, at your uh, at your show. But, uh, you know. uh, If
2: you don't end up going, let me know and I can I can get shirts or merch or whatever
3: you need to. Okay, so we'll. We'll definitely let you, we'll definitely keep you posted. I would say that um, you should,
2: though, because based on our spe- this conversation alone, it's likely the last time you'll ever see Papa four alive and then in- insert like, I don't know, dramatic hamster music right here.
3: Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Um, So so, you know, while the the it's, the ghost offering I've uh, I've,
0: I've, I've co- coincidentally, I've actually thought about September. In LA. Oh, my girlfriend and I have actually thought about that. Well, you're going to be, when are you going to Vegas? Isn't that September? That's like three weeks later. Oh,
3: okay. Well, then Can there goes
2: just that. walk yeah. from LA to Vegas. It'll take you three weeks.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, is, it would have been like, since that's Tuesday, it would have been like a get out Sunday, leave like yeah. Wednesday.
3: So, uh, speaking of, of, of ghost, uh, you know, the, the ultimates that we've mentioned and, you know, the reaction figures are, have been a blast, but you know, they are, they're not the only music figures you work on, um, with ultimates of Cliff Burton, Lemmy and, uh, and King Diamond, uh, are there more members, uh, of this plastic super group on the horizon? You know, you're just constantly yeah. collecting these, uh, yeah, you know, these iconic like figures of, of rock Legends. and metal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so who else are we adding to this band? I piece? mean, there, do you have any hints for us? There's
2: probably some, some future versions of existing guys coming. Um, you know, they're like, like we mentioned, there's like seven papas we could be doing potentially. Uh, King diamond has a lot of costume changes as we, we illustrated with the, uh, First appearance Merciful Fate one, which we'll be shipping very soon.
3: Very cool. So, very
2: cool. Excited about that. Soft goods. I'm for those at home, I'm showing this off to them and you don't get to see. So um but uh yeah, I mean Cliff Burton had a couple different looks as well. Lemmy had multiple different outfit changes, you know. What's what's interesting about all those figures is that a lot of those guys, we've done their like early appearances. Mm-hmm. and not the ones that people necessarily know them for right yeah um, mm-hmm. like i would say cliff we did the one that people know the day on the green outfit with the like yeah. aria base yep. um but lemmy like
3: everybody remembers like yeah, cowboy yeah. lemmy right yep er- i was just gonna mm-hmm. say like yeah the-, the
0: and solo king diamond yeah is the more- yeah
2: uh, haunted oh. groundskeeper king diamond with his like lantern right um, so I think that there's there's some opportunities there. I think that uh, you know Slayer has some pretty cool mascots that could become a thing uh, lately. Um, yeah, uh, sort of at least Sky's the limit in terms of like the stuff that we already have. Um, and uh, I think that there are some like, not necessarily ultimates, but like there's some other offerings in reaction that'll be coming soon that I think people are gonna be really, really excited about and you know. Typically, what happens is we we experiment with a brand in reaction, but when we get the when we get the license, we get reaction and ultimates, and we test the waters with reaction because it's a little bit smaller of a buy-in. Because after all, this is a business. Um, mm-hmm. But if it goes off like you know a rainbow in the dark, then uh, you know hey maybe we should do an ultimate of of this right, and that's exactly what happened with King Diamond. And Ghost and Lemmy and Cliff Burton. And so, you know, yeah. if you want an ultimate of certain characters that you like, if you see a reaction figure of it, buy that because that'll help you get more members of those supergroups.
3: Listen, at, at the end of the day, Kyle, I'm just a billion, billion dollar baby, <laughs> just waiting for, waiting for school to be out. Yeah, I, I wish, I,
2: I well, wish that I, we got a billion dollars for that one. <laughs> <laughs> No but that I,
3: yeah the, I, I heard
0: rainbow in the dark and I That
3: something. was intentional did, sir Did you did you now did you now <laughs> Man Yeah but but uh yeah I the, the one the one that I honestly like I'm I'm surprised with all of the you know the 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 reaction cuz I Brian said the same thing when he was on the show that like, it's kind of like the testing, the testing waters, which makes complete sense. And I mean, that's a mm-hmm. very, very smart way to go about it. Um, I'm, I'm dying for, I, I'm, I was hoping when the Alice Cooper ones came out, like I was just hoping yeah. that they did really well. Cause that's one that I, uh, I would love, I would love an Alice Cooper oh, ultimate. I,
0: my, uh, my three favorite reactions that I bought were the, uh, not, it's not metal, but it's, it's phenomenal. I I bought the sabotage. Oh the
3: yeah, BC boys ones. Those are great
0: yeah, too. The BC yeah, BC boys.
2: Those those have done well. I I think I think there's a there's a potential there, especially just they're kind of just normal dudes who sort of wear the same outfit. There's probably some reuse that can be done there intelligently to try and kind of amortize that that tooling cost. But who knows? That was my designer brain or cap on right there. Um, what was I saying? But yeah, uh, Alice Cooper would be awesome. Um, which uh which version of Alice Cooper would you want in your ultimate? Because to me, I'm very boring. I would want the um Welcome to My Nightmare, like in the top hat, because I love that yeah. I love Drew Struzan and I love that like Lion Decker arrow collar man kind of nod. But that's probably more of a reaction play than an ultimate, but I would want that anyway. I mean like
3: Feed My Frankenstein era Al- Alice Cooper is probably the most toyetic. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I just, yeah, I was thinking like
0: Constrictor era because yeah. of the cause, you know, Friday the Thirteenth yeah.
3: song. Yep, because yeah, I was gonna say at that point, you know, he's got all the accessories. He's got the the face paint is in like the you know the territory of being more toyetic. He's got the snake. He's got yeah. He's he, it's like he's fully accessorized. Yeah, what's
2: the one? What's the point? one of him in the straight jacket? Is that Ballad
3: of Dwight Fry? Uh. I I ha- you're making me have to look no, it up.
2: No, it's okay. Yeah. And but there's also like Muppet Show appearance where he's like in a full-on Dracula outfit which would be pretty sick. Honestly, what I'm realizing is that there's like other figures that I could probably just sculpt uh, Alice Cooper head and put on to an existing figure like like a naked Dracula could get an Alice Cooper head and then now it's the Muppet Show Alice Cooper. Uh, who knows.
3: Yes, ball- Ballad of Dwight Fry. Okay. That's that's right. That's right. Yeah. With the straight jacket. Yeah.
2: But if we're gonna do a straight jacket, I feel like I'd rather do peace of mind.
3: Mm-hmm. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's that's my number one mm. metal metal request is like an ultimate Eddie, mm-hmm. like killer's eddie and the yellow shirt yeah. and the, the torn jeans and the chucks. Like that's that would be like if I if, if I could snap my fingers <laughs> and bring one yeah. uh you know heavy metal yeah. ultimate into existence, it would be it would be do eddie. You...
0: oh see I'd go I'd want like, I'd go like live after death. Mm. I'd go like peace of mind, power slave. Like,
3: do you do you guys not have
0: like the, the NECA he... ones
2: then?
3: I so I have the trooper. Okay, I have the, the NECA trooper, um, which I love. It's great, great figure. Um, those earlier NECA ones, like they're almost in that like McFarlane statuary, you know, category. You know they, they're they're locked at the hips. They don't have you know their lo- the legs don't move. They're great sculpts, like they look great, but like mm-hmm. I want them to be able to play a ball with the rest of the figures. You know, um, so I'm a, a, and you know the the cloth ones like the the trooper again great figure, but it's eight inches tall. Yeah, you know it's 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 big, so it doesn't really scale right with everything. But isn't
2: Eddie canonically bigger? Like if you're looking at the stage costume yeah. version of like the, like the trooper guy right he's like 10 feet he tall should right? be even bigger than yeah, that. i guess yeah. you're
3: right okay so but yeah I, I i think you know the way that you guys handle you know the music ultimates and stuff outside of that you know the the cloth look i i think yeah i just i think eddie would be a a, a killer addition to hey, ultimates Pun, pun intended <laughs> that time. I, I would
2: love to make Eddie. Uh, Ace is high or power slay yep. would be sick. Hon- yeah, peace of mind too would be, be rad. Uh, yeah. I feel like I want to just make like a base Eddie body and then do like the stuff on top of it just because then you have built in iterations, right? Mm-hmm. Like senjutsu or um, the only one that doesn't really work like that is cyborg Eddie. Like that would be a whole whole yeah. new sculpt, but how sick would that be,
0: right? Somewhere in yeah. time, Eddie, yeah. that would rule. Yeah.
2: Stranger in a Strange Land with a soft goods duster.
0: Mm-hmm. Even
3: that even that newer album, the, the Book of Souls, mm-hmm. Eddie, like in like the tribal paint and everything, awesome design. It's
2: a sick design.
0: I Yeah, the only one you can't really do is like Nebulous Cloud, Brave New World.
2: Or uh <laughs> Seventh Sun.
0: Galactus Eddie. Right? Yeah. Where he's Oh, where he's yeah, just like the torso. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Who knows? Yeah, I mean that that would be a cool one. Uh, we've done Iron Maiden in the past, but uh, I think I think some of the rights are a little bit uh, not questionable. They're just with
3: other people right now. So who knows? Where we'll apulist.
2: we'll have our our opportunity one day. So.
3: All right, so uh, before we head into our last question, it is time for our Q and A. So, uh, mm-hmm. if this is the first time you're listening to Adventures in Collecting, welcome. Hope hopefully you're in you're enjoying yourself. You're enjoying this episode. You're enjoying our welcome chat aboard. here with uh, with Kyle. Um, Thanks for coming.
0: Thanks for listening.
3: But something that we do every time we have a guest on is we'll post on on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, we'll post that we have a certain guest on and give people the opportunity to submit questions. Um uh and we will ask them on behalf of you. So um Yeah,
0: so if you're not there, smash that subscribe button and hit those likes hit the little hearts and answer the form that has the question notification the bell too and that way we could see your question <laughs> and every add time, it to the QA. Every time. Every time. Oh my god. Um <laughs>
3: so you'll need to follow us at AIC underscore podcast in order to do all of the things that Dave just told you to do on the internets. Um, so we have, we have three questions we've, uh, right. We've done the, we've, we put this down to, yeah, three. Yeah, we have three. Um, so the first question came from a bunch of people Mm. who asked the same thing. Um, and that is, uh, do we have any updates on the turtle van?
2: yeah, um so turtle van uh, we were reworking some of the tooling. There were some parts that we weren't a hundred percent happy with, and for the price point, this thing needs to come out perfectly. so we were working on some of that stuff um, and we just got the revised test shots of it, and uh, one of the the benefits of a post pandemic world is that we are all working remotely. I work in San Diego. Um, some of our, our team works in LA and our headquarters are in San Francisco. But you know, when we have a huge team like that and everybody needs to take a look at it, sometimes that can take a little bit longer to look at stuff. We still, we build this into the schedule to try and accommodate for that. But all of this is to say that right now the party wagon is on a road trip down to me. So it it flew from, from our, our overseas partners to our headquarters where Flynn and Josh looked at it and had all of their comments. And then it started riding, riding the rails, hitchhiking like a hobo all the way down to LA where it looked at the production manager. It was at his house where he gave his notes. And then now it is, you know, uh, bumming rides all the way down to San Francisco, San Diego. So I can look at it and make my comments. And once we get to that, we'll get into deco sampling and all that fun stuff. And, uh, you know, all goes well. It should be shipping around early December, you know, January or so. Awesome. Yeah. I'm I'm very excited because I have not seen it in person yet. I've only done uh, digital images, and so I I sort of like when I saw the Godzilla stuff for the first time, like at scale, I was like, oh, dang, that's really big. <laughs> It's a little bit of like, oh, what? What, what have I done? Uh, I'm I'm imagining a very similar uh, experience here because it's something stupid like 18 by 24. Something I don't remember. It's huge. Uh,
3: it's like when everyone got that Thunder Tank. Yeah. It's like oh yeah, it's it smaller than a Thunder big. Tank.
2: So I got that going for me, but it's it not big. by much.
0: It might have actually, it might have actually taken the PC PC. Yes.
2: Yeah. And it's. I just make my notes to the factory. I'm like tires are really worn. It's like because you drove it here. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Threadbare. Yeah. All right, Dave. You want to do the next um, one?
0: Yeah. So uh, speaking mm. of vehicles, at J Raymond asks, what are the chances that we see more vehicles from Super Seven, like the MMPR motorcycles?
2: Uh, man, I would love to do the battle bikes. Um, those are some of my favorite vintage toys. I have all three of them. Uh, I need to get on my shark cycles, but, uh, those original like dino battle bikes, the red, blue, and black are like, so cool. Um, I think that would be great. Um, I think, you know, you would need to see just how far this line continues to go just cause like, uh, turtles didn't get their first vehicle until it was like, I think it was like wave six or seven something like that. We're only on way four here. Like we don't even have a core team for them all to be riding right now. So um I, I feel like I'd rather deliver on those core on that core team. So you have all six or seven rangers in your display. Then you're like, okay, they look great posed together. Now what can they ride? Then you're like then you're ready to get get those vehicles, get those playsets, that kind of stuff. Um so specifically MMPR, you know, I think it'll be a little bit more time before we get to do that. But I think you might start to see some other kind of bigger projects from us uh, sometime soon. Um, You know, we have plenty of other uh, of brands who that have, you know, vehicles that are pretty iconic, like Thundercats or G.I. Joe and that kind of stuff. So, uh, you know, I I would say stay tuned because we've always got something that we're working
3: on. All right. And our last cu- question comes from friend of the pod and frequent question asker uh, at Ryan Ting. Good dude. And uh, excellent dude. Uh, yep, ha- for sure. Has there been an example of a crazy callback or obscure detail uncovered when researching an ultimate that you've ultimately uh, worked into the figure? Hmm. Um, and an addendum to this also he wanted to remind me to ask you if you even lift bro (laughs)
2: uh yeah that conan video will be the highlight of my career forever i think um (laughs) uh let's see that's that's a good question ryan um you know there's definitely like there's interesting details that you see, like, as you're working on these, like, like older brands, especially ones that are, like, aimed towards children, like, you could, like, they just, they cut corners or whatever, and so, it's like, nobody cares, it's kids, like, no one's gonna, like, worry about continuity or whatever, right, here, so, um, I'm, specifically, I'm thinking, like, Power Rangers, um, <laughs> if, if you two of them that come to mind for that it's not like oh we put you know like tommy's back tattoo or on a figure or something like that that, that would be ridiculous and licensor would say no um but <laughs> so like we were working on uh the megazord for wave three and there's some footage of like the megazord where like you can see like the dude's armpit who's like in the show like in the suit or yeah, yeah. he like fights this other robot that we were working on where like the robot comes the zord like comes out of the ground and it's like this super zoomed in uh shot and like the the mat that like head of the robot has like a triangular mask that like comes down to like a point for like the chin,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and there's this. It's just dark between the like chin and the like sides of the helmet, and in the dark sections you can see the dude's eyeballs, <laughs> like poking through. <laughs> and so, <laughs> I like <laughs> we we worked on this sculpt and we haven't released this figure yet. Um, so people who are who know Power Rangers could probably figure out who I'm talking about, but. I won't say, but, uh, if the, the way that the head is constructed, you have to like pull the face mask apart just for like drafting and mold molding and all that. Uh, we, you take the, if, if this figure ever comes out, if you, if you feel brave enough to rip the face mask off of this figure, you will see two sculpted eyeballs (laughs) underneath. You, You glue the mask on top so you can never see it. So it doesn't matter. Um, so, so that's fun. Um, and
3: uh, Easter egg eyeballs. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, and I this was good. And I was like, I stalled long enough because I thought of another example after that. So with also with Power Rangers, like if you look at King Sphinx, um, I, I realized that you know our, our friends over at Hasbro kind of caught some heat for like not painting their whole figure with like the wings or the face or whatever, and that's. Costing is costing like you you make decisions as a designer that sometimes you even you yourself are not stoked on. Um, so I get it but uh, if you look at that that the reference of that character you can tell that like once the American production like company got that costume like it started falling apart. Like there's like duct tape on it and then they like spray painted like red or gold or blue on top of it to like hide that stuff but it kept falling apart and so like as you go on in the episode like his wings get more and more colorful because they're like trying to cover up the fact that it's just like deteriorating and so for ours we went with like the full color like breathe on this thing wrong and it'll fall apart version cuz it's like yeah. multicolored with all the blues and the reds and like the duct tape and stuff and put duct tape on it but like you know uh you sculpted duct tape <laughs> <laughs> texture we sculpted duct tape texture into the party wagon that was like that was a me thing because i remember i remember janky buses and how you just duct yeah. tape those seats um but yeah so king sphinx i think in a, in a in a world at one point what i'm trying to say is that hasbro's lightning collection king sphinx had the correct deco at one point. But then it eventually got so much color on it because it was falling apart in the American version that pe- that's what people remembered. So uh, Hasbro was right all along, that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, <laughs> and then the last example I can think of, that was for, for you, Ryan, um, is uh, we were work, working on the reaction um, <clears throat> Toho, Toho Wave 2, Gigan, like just came out super fun. I love that figure. I really like how it turned out. Um, the wings that he has, it's like three, um, it's like three kind of saw blade looking things. If you're familiar with guy Gan at all. Um, and that's a glue in piece as well. And the sculptor, uh, this, this love, lovely woman by the name of, of Tessa, they said, um, uh, You know, hey, look at this. This has to be molded this way. And they put like a like a cross, like a like a cross section on the back of the wings that would then lock into the body. Right. Just kind of like square peg, square hole, that stuff. But it looked like it looked like a like a Christian cross. Okay, Uh, Me being the idiot in Metalhead that I was, I was like, this is all good, this looks great, but flip the cross upside down. Uh, and they they were like, what, really? I was like, yeah, do that. And they're like, okay. And so, if you again, are brave enough to destroy your own figure, you should be able to see an upside down cross on the inside of Gaigan. I'm sorry, Toho, please don't, please don't cancel our license for that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Hell's so that's scene. right. Um... <laughs> Awesome. Well, that uh that brings us to the end of our end of our Q&A. You you have survived. You did too. Um you did it. You absolutely did it. And now you get one more surprise. Mm. Um Yeah. So as a returning guest, I uh, you know, we we have to kind of uh change change our ending here. So uh Dave, would you like to fulfill your role as this podcast's James Lipton and ask our final question.
0: Well, yes I would. So as a returning guest, you have already answered the final question that we ask to all of our guests. So we have prepared an alternative final question Mm. for you. What is the one toy or collectible that you've always wanted, but have never been able to own? Mm. Ah, man. Uh,
2: this one, this one's harder. I'm, I'm actually not that prepared for it, but, um, I think I I think I have two answers here for you, and one of them is like a half answer because I had it, but then I had to give it back. Um. So first one is the uh, gargoyles uh, castle playset. I remember oh. from Kenner. I remember wanting that as a kid. Never got it. Thought it was the coolest. Gargoyles were my jam. Um. You know. It's not to say that I was like gargoyles starved. Like, I had the like the road ripper bike with Brooklyn and stuff, which was such a cool toy. It had like the like stone facade you could like pull off of it because you know the bike's are gargoyle too. Um, mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> everything's a gargoyle, that's right.
2: But I remember wanting mm-hmm. that castle playset and being like, oh man, like, how cool would that be? You just have this huge thing, and I realized like it's kind of affordable it's like i think a, a Minton box one is like 200 bucks now so i could i oh, could really i can probably bad. get it if i wanted to but mm. it's like it's like it's like i almost don't even want it now it's like it's like it's better it's better on the internet in the box what i think it is rather than like oh it's this ew uh
3: so <laughs> plus you probably don't have any of the figures anymore so uh
2: no i don't have any of my figures that's that's another one of my big regrets was I think in sixth grade, my parents had like a, a garage sale and it's not like they took my stuff and sold it. They were like, oh, what do you want to sell? And I was like, I don't play with these. Take these. And it was like everything I ever cared about now as an adult. Mm-hmm. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, I did a bunch of that, too. Unfortunately, yeah. Same we've
2: geez. all made that mistake. Um, But uh, the other one that comes to mind is the, um, as I've gotten more into kaiju collectibles, uh, I am starting to realize and sort of discover the world of X plus anybody who knows what those are. They're like big, huge vinyls that are as close to movie accurate suits as you can get like in hand. Um, and there's, there's quite a few Godzilla ones that I would of course love, like a burning Godzilla and stuff that go for stupid amounts of money now. But the one X plus that I've always wanted, um, is the X plus Dijusion, which is the Megazord from Power Rangers. They made what they made it one time, like a few years ago, and it is now like 1500 to $3,000 on eBay. Um, Jeez. and I, I am happy to say that I had a brief, uh, what am I, what am I trying to, a brief stint with it in that, uh, one of our associates who used to work at super seven with us, huge power ranger guy, uh, really, really great friend too. And very connected in the toy world. His name is Augie Perez. Uh, he's a toy amigo oh, okay. now. Um, he knows just about everybody in the ranger world. And he knows this guy named Casey, um, Casey Gall, I'm shouting you out because you're a huge help. Uh, Casey owned the X-Plus Dijujin and I wanted to reference the X-Plus Dijujin as like my Megazord reference for my ultimate because I knew that that is like, the best, most well-loved like loved and respected version of the Megazord ever made. And so he was very generous in that he sent me his X-Plus Dijujin like... Basically free of charge, and was like, "Send it back to me when you're done." I wow. held on to that for like two years. I'm only mentioning this now wow. because I like just sent it back like last week, and I had like major separation anxiety. And I, I asked him, I was like, "Hey, can I buy this off of you?" And then he just laughed it. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I sent it back, and I have a little like you can kind of see it here. There's like a big robot-shaped hole in my collection where it used to sit for my reference shelves. So one of these days I will get that thing again. But it's it's incredible. It's like it's like 20 inches tall, comes with the the sword and the shield. And it's like it's perfect. So
3: what's larger, the hole it left on your shelf or the hole it left in your heart? To uh,
2: it, <laughs> I think I think it's going to be the hole it leaves in my wallet when I eventually buy it, because I for sure will.
3: <laughs> Good answer. None yeah, of the above yeah. is the answer. <laughs> well. Kyle, listen. Before we, we let you go, uh, remind our listeners where can they find you on the internet. Where can they find Super Seven? Uh, tell them where to yeah. go. Uh,
2: so go to the internet, specifically Instagram. I am Wataga Dude on there. I'm sure you guys will have links so that the poor folks don't have to spell my last name as difficult as that is. Uh, so I'm Wataga Dude. I also started a toy photography account that I've been like messing around with called Kyle of Loot. Um or Kyle O'Flute, thanks to the enablers. Oh, I was gonna say
3: so, I was gonna say I thought it was Kyle
2: O'Flute. Yeah, Flute. I know. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> uh so there's that. Uh I don't post there as much as I like to, but I'm trying to get more into it. I'm starting to buy dioramas and try lighting and that kind of stuff just because I see all the amazing things that people do in the community. I'm trying to do it myself. Um, and then super seven, find us super seven on Instagram, super seven.com, uh, super seven YouTube channel. I think we have a TikTok now just, you know, anywhere that has internet, you type in super seven, you'll probably find us.
3: There you go. And, and as Kyle mentioned, we'll absolutely put links to all of those in the description. So you don't have to worry about throwing consonants at a wall. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) all of the letters are silent.
3: (laughs) Good luck. Phonetics don't nope. work. Um, yeah, but Kyle, as as always, man, thank you so much for for coming back on the show. Uh, it's it's always a pleasure having you. Uh, let's let's not wait a year and a half until <laughs> have you come back on again. Mm-hmm. We could we could do these things sooner, it's, you know. It's
2: I just yeah. I'd hate for you guys to run out of last questions to ask. So,
3: oh, th- that's Dave's favorite <laughs> thing to do. He he's yeah. There's I already have <laughs> okay. Another yeah. ready
0: okay ready good. for you. So, yep. There was there was two ah, to choose from. Right.
3: Yes, well, it sounds yes. like we have to do it again. Part three. Yeah. Part three. The rubber the match trilogy. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Uh well, with that. Yeah, well, I was gonna say everybody. Everybody won. There's yeah. No yeah I, match.
3: I, I, brain soup. <laughs> I like that. It, it it it's it's soup. It solidifies. It just goes back and forth. Dave,
0: send us home. Um, are you on the square? Are you on the level? is your brain made of soup. Bye, everyone. Thank you, dear listener, for hanging out with us today.
3: Subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen, and then tell your friends to do it. Thanks also to Joe Azari, the golden voice behind our intro. Our music is Game Boy Horror by the Zombie Dandies. Find more about them both in our show notes.
0: Follow us on social media at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter stop by and say hi show us your toy hauls and share your toy stories maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode don't try this at home void where prohibited some assembly required each sold separately not a flying toy consult a physician if your toy run exceeds more than four hours this has been a non-productive media presentation